Daniel? Hello, hello. What's up, dude? How do I sound? You sound good, man. You sound like a sexy guy. I am a sexy fucking dude, bro. Yeah, brother. I'm, I'm using my car as a uh, studio today. Oh, nice. Elizabeth yeah. is. Cr- I'm, I'm sitting across the table from Elizabeth. Elizabeth is cringing. She'll be cringing <laughs> at everything we talk about tonight. Sorry. Wait, so, can she hear me? No, she can only hear me. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, dude. That's fine. That's good. That's good. No, so I don't have to edit myself, but you have to edit yourself. That's right. Okay. So let me do the intro. This is uh, the Get You Some Productions podcast, episode 83. We are a podcast covering all things related to music production from the first note to the last fan and everything in between. We create music and inspire others to do the same. My name is Keith. And my name is Daniel. And... We are doing an episode every many episodes are live business meetings between me and Dan as we attempt to build a media empire right before your very eyes and ears. Um, we before we go on, we'd like to say that if you want to support the podcast, you can like, subscribe, and leave a rating and review. And you can also click the link in this description, which is our reverb affiliate link. Reverb is a an online marketplace for music gear. You click the link, you buy gear for yourself, and through no additional cost to you, uh, you can help us out. We get paid a small commission just for suggesting that you go and buy something on Reverb. And we do suggest. And that is all. That is all. <laughs> Signing off. That is all. So, um, yeah, so I was actually curious to see when the last time we did a show was. Do you have a guess? The last time we did a show was in February. Mm. So that was, you are way, you're way overestimating how long, how long it's been. <laughs> okay. Uh, but but I, I had no idea, but it was May 13th. Yeah. So it was long ago, but it wasn't as long as you thought it was. So, um, you know what I thought we'd do? Well, actually, you know what I thought would be really fun? Actually, no. What no. I think we should do in I general. I never know what you think is going to be fun. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I mean. <laughs> so I thought, <laughs> I thought two things. Number one, we have this goal. We have this like list of things to do, mm-hmm. and I thought it would just be good to just keep going down the list and making sure we're doing something, you know. So picking something on the list and doing it—that's um, okay. one thing. But I thought, just in general, I thought that what would be really good practice for us is to be as goofy as possible and to approach this whole project like we're like um like a. Uh, like an improv comedy troupe where we do like the yes and thing where we just, you know, say whatever goofy stuff comes into our brains at all times. Okay, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. So, yes. <laughs> so I sort of forced you into and it. Then and, what? <laughs> and then what? And then Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> 
This, is, that, you know is that right? Am I doing right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> Everybody should start a meeting like that. <laughs> you should always start every meeting where you want to if you want if you want to get your way in a meeting <laughs> you should always start the meeting by saying that it's actually an improv comedy routine and everybody has to do the yes and thing <laughs> and then that'll then everybody is forced to get to get on board with saying yes to everything you say <laughs> right all right so i love I, it I never thought about that. I didn't think about it until I realized I had painted you into a corner by <laughs> suggesting <laughs> by suggesting that we do that. Yeah. Are you okay? It's scaring uh, me. Every time I print it, it says that. Oh my gosh. And I did it, and it went on the first page, so I was like, oh yeah, the first page looks good. And now I have to go on the third page. Uh, huh. I'm yeah, and? Yes, and. and. Yes, uh, Elizabeth's and. printing some stuff for her homework, and can it's I like email Google Docs and say that they're horrible people. And yes, you can do that. Um, and Google Docs is like is forcing is like every time she tries to print a document that they send her in school uh-huh. on Google Docs, uh-huh. it prints up with like like a like a uh, some kind of like either widget window open or something. <laughs> it's like uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> This is the. This is why everybody should just use Microsoft Word. Anyway, I'm sorry. So let's let's do this podcast. I'm getting off topic here. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the list. The list is long. Okay. Well. Oh, you know what? Refresh my memory. Refresh my memory. Refresh. Refresh our listeners' memories. Unfortunately, the list is has eighty five things on it. No, so no, I'm not no, going to go through all eighty five. That's, that's too much, me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. That is so, too much. Let's start with the the top ten. Let's start. Let's just go through the top ten. Okay, okay. the top ten. Number one. Number, Number one. one. All steps, chordal etude, melody, melodic etudes five and six. So that means that I've written. Chordal Etude Number Two. This is true, actually. So, there's an there's a lesson on Get You Some Guitar for a song that I've com- I'm composing. Actually, the last podcast, episode eighty two, mm-hmm. was Can I One Up quote quote unquote One Up John Coltrane? <laughs> 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 the answer is no, but that was the title of episode eighty two. So here we are, okay. episode right. eighty three, and and the first thing on the goals or the the to do list is that I have to load up chordal etude number two, the actual melody, and then melodic etudes five and six to the guitar lesson website, which okay. means but it's a bit of a process because actually my process has been to make a video about each etude, put it on Get You Some Guitar, and then load it, and then when I, that's how I send it to the guy who transcribes it. Who's right. a Fiverr guy. So I have to do that, but you know, I can do it. I can do that. Um, I can get that. I can get one of those done. So there's, uh, the, so that's step one. Actually, the first thing on the list is actually one, two, three, four different things because each one of these etudes, I have to make a video for the etude, 
and then load it to get you some guitar and then send it to the Fiverr guy. Then he transcribes it. Then I look at it, make sure it's correct. Then I load it onto the site. I don't feel like doing it, but you know, whatever, I'll do it. Um, number okay. two, <laughs> done. All right. So podcast done. over. <laughs> um, number two is does Captivate have marketing and advertising tools? Guess what? Who cares? We haven't made That's a podcast. <laughs> we haven't made a podcast since May. So I don't yeah. think anybody and nobody's listening. So I don't think it matters whether there's advertising tools or marketing yeah, so tools fuck on there. Number two. Yeah. Fuck it. So two, actually, maybe what I should do is take two, cut it, cut, and put it like at the end of the list so that we don't get to it. This is business, man. We're doing business right now. This is business. This so is white collar crime, bro. This is yeah. So <laughs> number two is blog transcripts of all episodes. So, blog transcript okay yeah so like get basically go on fiverr hire somebody to do a transcript of every episode mm. this is a process and then but can you have ai do it do you think so, so? oh wait a minute okay sorry Question i just mark. have an idea i just put artist, AI artist the power of ai yes okay number two hardest you know power of ai <laughs> i think you're probably right because yeah. Yeah, because I think that would actually be probably faster and cheaper, but the whole reason is because every time you put something up on the blog, uh-huh. even if it's just a transcript, what you do is like it there's all sorts of like co- there's um it just it just increases your search engine optimization like in right. your internet pre- it's like more internet um real estate basically. And then yes. what you do is you take that transcript, but everywhere we mention reverb or every time we mention a book we like or anything, okay. I can put an Amazon, I can put an Amazon, we can put advertising basically in there and on it. Gotcha. And it's, I was it's thinking, basically internet yeah. real estate, you know? Yeah. I was thinking more like have AI read me back the transcript, but like in the voice of Scarlett Johansson on ecstasy. <laughs> but yours was much more practical you know what though yeah actually <laughs> do you think we could do a podcast with ai yes like just like i just think it's great you assume, you assume that i'm really here but i've actually just programmed ai oh god like you just assume that you're talking to dan but now you're messing my brain up <laughs> but actually uh, but i yes. don't i don't believe that you are ai that's good you hold on to that belief. <laughs> Actually, you just hold I, on to that. I do believe that you're the you're artificial, mm. <laughs> but the intelligence part I'm not so sure about. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that and, was, yeah. No, you know and. what? Actually, I never want to bring that kind of energy to this podcast. That was a <laughs> that was a stupid joke. No, I, no, actually, um, I actually think you're intelligent and I know you're not artificial. There we go. Keith, but, it's fine. But what is artificial? What is, you know... <sighs> you know what? This is getting dark. This is just got really dark. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. I like your idea of doing the transcript, but I think that... I don't know if we need to pay someone to do that. If there would be a way to automate it, they probably would charge for that too, so never mind. Um... 
Yeah, but I bet there's a, there might be an AI tool that will do it. Maybe. Yeah, because there was a there was a crappy tool that could do it um, when we first started podcasting. But I and I tried it once, and it was okay. really bad, and it took a lot of editing. Mm-hmm. But, but maybe do now, you really need to edit it though? Like, if it's clear enough to like just have those random hits in there, like, is anyone going to be reading this transcript? Probably not. Right. So probably not. Anyhow, it's worth looking into, right? Yeah. Oh, so where so are we? Number two? Are we still on number th- two? That was two. Now, okay. so number three was this was an idea that we had. We would make a web page and then uh, just make a list of every music based movie. I'm putting that at the end of the list, too. I'm putting that as a, as a, a podcast uh, episode idea. Sure. Yeah, because we could totally. I actually did want to just make a list of every, and then make sure to watch them all. So I'm taking. So we're still on number two because I keep cutting them away, okay. and uh-huh. I keep adding them to the end of the list because we're not because it's not really that important. So here's number three. Uh huh. Become an ordained reverend, Perry Nice. Now this is something. Well, that's that I, awesome. That's absolutely legal. So, so okay. here's the here's the actual, here's the actual real, true thing that I was thinking of doing that I want to try to do. Yes. Are you aware of? So I'm not like a really traditionally religious person. Obviously, you know that. Yes. But I do want to become more spiritual. But I want to cultivate kind of like a more universal spirituality, like an atheist, like a spiritual atheist. You know. Are you talking about then, Unitarian? Maybe. I don't know. And okay. then become or literally become ordained in whatever that that version of spirituality is. You know? Yes. I was, I was talking to Margaret and I was like, you know, I was like, she was like talking. To, we were talking about, you know, whatever, God, faith, uh, spirituality in general. And I, for me, it was just like I was thinking about how. I, when I was a kid, I used to think, because I was so like scientific, I used to think there's no such thing as miracles because I was stuck on this whole thing about like miracles are just this, like anytime we've, we've seen a miracle, then it was only a matter of time before science would explain it. And then it was no longer a miracle. That was my, my previous attitude. My attitude now is actually that everything is a miracle. You know, the fact that we're even sitting here talking to each other, the fact that I'm sitting here at this table, that it's, I can right. feel that, that I can right. even feel this table, that I'm sitting here and I can feel my butt bones against the seat. The fact that I'm looking out of these eyes and I can see shit around me at all is a miracle. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It's just like it's, you've seen Pulp Fiction, right? I have seen that, 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 that whole argument they're having of whether or not the fact that they weren't killed was a miracle or not. And they're just having this argument. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that part. Is... Was oh, that the part. You don't where... remember that? Is that the part with the gimp? No. Which part was that? It's the first time right in the beginning when um, Samuel Jackson mm-hmm. gives his like, you oh, know, right. like, uh, yes. thing and then a the guy busts out of the bathroom with with like the 357 magnum and like empties 
you know, <laughs> all these shots and misses him completely and they kill him. And he's convinced it was a miracle that they weren't killed. Right. And um, uh, I'm forgetting Tim, the character's Tim name. But Vince, uh, you know, no. uh, John Travolta plays Vincent Vega. Oh, right. Vincent's like, no, it wasn't a miracle. He just missed. And then yeah. um, he's like, no, God came down and like made those bullets go around me. And um, anyway, this whole argument back and forth, the yes. rational, spiritual back and forth. Yes. And uh, he's like, it's a miracle because I choose to believe it's a miracle. Right. Uh, kind of. But um, um, become an ordained priest. Yeah. Pre- yeah. I don't know about okay. priest, but it's like maybe oh, like ordained minister. I'm sorry. Minister, minister, spiritual, whatever. Get a license. Get government, <laughs> get government involved in it. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe that's a problem. No, no. I don't know if that's actually not government, is it? Never mind. No, it would be separate, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Whatever organization join an or yeah, Georgian WB becoming part of an organized religion. Um, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know, but uh, you know, I forget Anna's exact. She does a lot of spiritual studies, and one of the one of the uh, sayings I forget which one it was. I think it was from um, Yogaville. Um, one of the gurus there, or they had a saying, which was the paths are many truth is one. And, you know, meaning there are many paths, truth, there is an absolute truth to things, Yep. but there's not any particular one way to get there. And right. uh, in their shrine, they have this like lotus flower shaped, shaped shrine. Mm-hmm. with all these like maybe 15 or 60 i forget many many different like angles and corners and in each one is like one of the major religions of the world you know yep. like they they believe in everything all the faiths it's all like for the same thing it's all different yes. ways of seeing the same thing so yeah um, um i always thought that about you keith like when you you know you were down on religion i don't think it was because you weren't spiritual it was, yeah. You were so pissed and insulted by the way it was used. Could be. <laughs> to like, just like, like, just. <laughs> um, anyway, I just, yes. So uh, that's more, that's not one of my goals. If that's one of your goals for this year, I say go for it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the first one that it's the first one so far on the list that I've got ex- excited about. It sounds like it could be a fun but who knows? I don't know if I have time for all that. Okay. But you just have to start down the path, you know? Oh, that's because I wanted Perry Nice to be um, like the band Perry Nice is associated with to be like secular gospel. There. And, and I actually, so that was another thing that I, this is one of the things that I did want to talk to you about because I forgot. This is one of the things that I forgot about. Uh-huh. And actually, so it brings me, it brings me to the point of one of the things that I really wanted to work on is I called the band SO souls of service because I liked being I like being of service and I liked the word soul and, and I liked that the acronym was SOS. So I decided that the band was going to be Perry nice and souls of service. And it would be like a secular gospel type of thing. It would be funk, soul, but 
but it would also be like stuff that sounds like gospel, but that's secular, you know, or even straight up gospel. But like there, there's sort of like this ironic, maybe like poignancy about it because it's, it's gospel, but not gospel. You know, it's like religious, but not religious in a way. So uh-huh. it's like even more powerful sometimes because because of that, I don't know what I'm getting at. But anyway, that's what I wanted to do. But now I'm not liking the souls of service. And I thought I thought something because I was thinking like instead of praying to like God or praying to or praying at all or whatever, I don't know. It's like sort of like it's not really God for me. It's like the universe or something. It's just like existence. So then I started thinking of another an acronym and then I came up with S-O-U-L. And I and I the acronym stands for Servants of universal love oh i like that that's better right servants yeah, of dude. universal love <laughs> s.o.u.l you know servants of universal love so so i might change the name of the band to servants of universal love and it would be perry reverend perry nice and servants of universal love s.o.u.l <laughs> Don. Anyway, so that's number three. We should do all eighty-five tonight. We're 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 making good progress. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> well, let's just do the first five. Actually, okay. since we're we're going so slow. <laughs> so, number four is apply for NYC grants. Okay, I thought it'd be interesting to get money in the door by like. You know, maybe letting AI write grants or hiring a grant writer, or maybe there's a grant writer on Fiverr. Okay. Maybe there's maybe there's like a personal assistant that could just find every music grant that exists, and we would just apply for every music grant and see if we could make some money. You know. Yes. That was an idea. Um. That's four. Number five is I. This is number five. Become an iReal Pro affiliate. And that's it. That's five, the top five. So, because I love iReal Pro, I use it all the time to practice too. Okay. That's, so an affiliate you know, meaning like like we do with uh, Reverb? Yeah, basically like tell, tell people that we're an iReal Pro affiliate, Put have a special link, put it out there. And anytime someone buys iReal Pro, because it it's not a free app mm-hmm. oh anyway iReal pro is if you don't know what it is it's um it's like um it's like a real book it's like the jet it's like the jazz real book and all the jazz tunes are in it but it plays it back to you so it has the charts and it also you can jam along to it it's like a play along tracks well yeah and they're pretty like, yeah it's very handy i use it all the time I, o- I almost always practice just to iReal Pro because I have all my jazz tunes programmed into it, basically. So, you know, nine times out of ten, if I'm practicing to anything, I'm practicing to that. So, anyway, um, let's just what, – what's going on with you musically? Let's bullshit for a few minutes and then and then cut it. Cut it out, bro. I Cut it out. Playing like in a garage band. Are you really? 
Um, yeah, well, like we're literally in a, like a garage. And, <laughs> I love uh, it. We had the meeting. We're like, what do we want to do? What's our ambitions? Like, do we want to like go on tour or be like a local dad band? We're like, yeah. local dad, local dad band. Nice. Like, good. So we're all like on the same page. No one's going to feel stifled or like want something else, you know? Totally. So um, we're playing like a mix of like covers and originals. Uh, covers, we're doing like uh, Flaming Lips, Race for the Prize. Oh, cool. Um, uh, an Elliot Smith tune, I've forgotten the name of. Uh, Deep Purple, that song Rush, you know that? No. By Deep Purple. Um, um, you would know it in a second if you heard yeah. it. It's like psychedelic rock. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so, and we're working on some other songs too. A bunch of, actually, we're kind of like half originals now. Um, so yeah, dude, to get together once a week to do that and once a week to do that Element 115 thing. Oh, cool. Um, oh, right. You're still right. Element 115 still going strong. Yep. So that's, uh, yeah. So now I got kind of got two projects um, going. Different members or same members? Different. Well, uh, one, the, uh, the keyboard player is the same in both. Um, and uh, got it. Different drummers, and then the rock band has a. The band leader is a singer and guitarist. Um, cool. How are the originals? Yeah. What, what, what's the style like? Uh, blues rock. Cool. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of it's interesting because they they're all coming out of jam bands. Right. But they're like no more jam band. Like we're so like they like they totally like love like fish and the dead and all that. Yep. But they have like no interest in doing that live themselves anymore. Right. So it's really interesting to see them like all these song forms they had for like extended jams. They've like they're doing that, but like distilling it down to like four or five minute songs. Totally. So it's it's different for them. Um, totally totally in my comfort zone so i don't mind yeah it's awesome yeah. yep are you playing that sweet bass i am i am oh that's i would say that's the biggest news gear wise is i bought a practice amp um oh, is so i was like yeah yeah i was like i need for i like i need a amp for this garage i don't want to bring my rig <laughs> Oh, this big, no. my big stage rig into a garage it would sound dope but like i can't be lugging this around back and forth so i bought the fender rumble oh um, yeah i know that have you seen that i've heard of it yeah it is fantastic okay it comes in like i forget what like 70 100 200 400 and 600 watt something like that yeah it's got all these different like power levels you can buy it in cool um I bought the two or three. I can't even remember now. I think I got the 200. Yeah, that's a lot of... It's just like... Yeah. Well, yeah, is um, that the wattage or is that... That's is that the just, watts. Wow. Um, and it's so it's like one 12-inch speaker and like a cube, you know, amp. But it is amazing technology. The thing weighs like almost nothing. Yes. Like the It's like this new technology. I don't know how they do it but is it is it um tube or solid state it's solid state 
podcast. Is it digital? Is it one of their modeling things or is no. it? Oh, no. yeah. No. So it looks like your old school, like practice amp, you know, uh-huh. with like two channel, like a drive channel and like pre and post and like, you know, three dials, low, mid, highs and like a contour, you know, like the standard stuff. Yeah. Right. And then on the back, it does have like XLR out. Like you can do like direct out, like right out of the back. You don't need a DI box or anything. So it's totally staged, like PA sound system ready. Love it. Um, so if you had a big system, you would just plug right in and you just have like direct line and sound awesome. Totally. Just go, you know, go through the house. Um, this thing's super practical. It weighs like, it literally weighs like 10 pounds. It's like so light. Next time Love you're it. in a, next time you're in a, a, a big box store. Yeah. Just go by and like check out the Rumble series. I'll probably have it. They have them at Sam Ash and uh, and uh, Guitar Center. You're like Jesus Christ, how's this thing so light? Yeah, um, yeah. So and it's been awesome. It's just totally awesome. It's like yay! It was like a missing. Th- it was a missing tool in my kit to just have like a good practice amp. I know. Yeah, because your rig is amazing, but it's gigantic. Yeah, and it's not it's appropriate like... for a small space. <laughs> exactly. You know. It blow, it's it's appropriate for a medium-sized venue, you know, or even a... It's a yeah. You know, I mean, and it's appropriate for... It's stage, you know, ready if you're going to mic it. I mean, it's ready to go. But yeah, but it's like... It's a big it's a big stage amp. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so anyway. That's so cool. That's, yeah, I love it. So, I love and, and the price was right. I think it was like... It was like 260 bucks or oh, 300 nothing. bucks or, or 350 bucks it, it wasn't yeah, I was a lot expecting of you to say like four or five maybe no no that's no. cool it's a really good price really good how'd value get... so highly recommend go on reverb.com buy the do it Rumble. how'd you get um turned on to it did you like get a recommendation or what? That... i i literally went to guitar center and to um sam ash and looked at what was there for practice amps. Uh-huh. And there was like the bottom of the barrel, like a brand was called Acoustic. It was like yeah, Guitar Center's like generic brand. I was like, this, this is okay, but I don't think it's going to hold up for more than a few years. Probably not. And like, it's just kind of cheesy looking. And then I noticed they had the Fender Rumble at both Sam Ash and um, Guitar Center. Yep. And I was like, huh this is actually a Fender product. Like I kind of, I've always played Fender instruments. Yep. Like my guitars and my basses are all Fenders. Yep. So I'm like, well, okay. I mean, I kind of trust the brand just, you know, for better or worse. I mean, you know, and then, um, so I tried it out. I was like, the price points were good. I was trying to keep it under like five or 600. Um, I was trying to keep it under 500. Let's be honest. Trying to keep it under five. And then, like, the next level of practice amps were, like, you know, like, like, a lot more. Right. Like, there were compact amps, but they were, like, 1100 1200 I was like, I don't need those. Um, and then I came home, and I did some research, and they got good reviews. And then my boss uh, at work also plays bass. He's like, oh, yeah, I have a Fender Rumble. That's what I use. Cool. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, he's like, it's really lightweight. I was like, huh? Uh, and then um, I went back and I actually like picked, like 
picked it up like i actually hadn't like tried to move it <laughs> or anything but i was like holy crap this thing's light i was like yeah. yes let's go let's go and so i was like i was like so uh this sounds good in here but like i gotta bring it to the space and see how it sounds so like that's fine you have like 45 days to return it that's great i love I was that. like fuck it i was like fuck it <coughs> just like whatever i was like i'm not gonna overthink this let me just get it totally you know, like it i'll return it yeah but it was awesome so there we go that's great yeah. i was just as you were saying Fent, like you have you play fender and then you trust fender and of course i trust fender amps but i was also thinking about the phenomenon where lots of people who play fender guitars tend to play like martial amps and right. people who play fender amps tend to play like gibsons through those you know i just find i find that a little bit interesting i don't think it's like it's not a hard and fast obviously not a hard and fast rule but i sort of noticed like because yeah. if you have like a twin let's say you have a twin right and it's like a notoriously sparkly situation yeah <laughs> you know then you might pair that with a guitar that has a warmer you know it's like i've right, seen right. I've seen so many like jazzers play through twins, you know, and they're playing like a 175 through a twin or like, yep, you know, and then, and then of course the classic examples of like somebody like Richie Blackmore or like even Hendrix, right. Playing through playing a, uh, a strat through a Marshall stack, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, we're at our time. So I think we did a good job. We got back on the saddle, dude. Back on the saddle. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. So, uh, signing off. How do we sign off this bad boy? Everyone, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Leave a rating and review. Go into the description. Click the link. Buy something through our Reverb affiliate link so that we can make a little money. We appreciate that. Please share the podcast with others. But most importantly... Just go play music. Play That's some what, music. Yeah, play mm. some music. All no. right. Later, bro. Bye. See ya.